Welcome to episode 101 of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of our entrepreneurial journey. I'm Greg Davis, and today we have a special episode for you. Before we get into that episode, I did want to say today is our last day to get your info in for your free Forging the Journey stickers. Uh, we hit episode 100 last episode, so we thought we'd do something fun for you guys, and we put together uh, some cool stickers for you guys, Forging the Journey stickers. It's free. All you have to do is email Mark at shipping at tatargets.com. That's Mark at shipping at tatargets.com. In the subject line, put FTJ100. Make sure that you put your name, address, and your phone number in that email. Send it over, and we're going to send you your free stickers. So that's pretty simple. And again, today, March 12th, is your last day to do that. That will close at at midnight tonight. Um, Any extras that we have, we may throw up in some of the Forging Journey, uh, like our, our Instagram and Facebook group and stuff like that. With that said, today's episode, I'm going to play for you our Neomag... Uh, front pocket innovations first quarter team meeting and what we did is we took our our company uh, mission statement and we broke it down and we really dug into what it really means as as a mission statement for the company but also for each person individually and how we all work together as a team and and how what we all do is important and all that stuff so anyway I'm not going to tell you what it is because I'm going to play that now. So thank you guys so much for checking this out. And here we go. Purpose of this meeting, which I plan on doing, I, I want to do this quarterly. Um, because I really, like at the end of this, I hope that everybody really gets a sense of, 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 the, of the team that I believe that, that we are. And that it really does take a team in order to do what we do. I'm going to throw out a lot of sports metaphors today, so... Um, oh yay, sports. <laughs> but, um, yeah, my goal is just is kind of give a vision for what this team is and what it does and um, stuff. So, let me get these. I might need a little bit of something when I get this. You want to get this away? Yeah, I'll get it away. Yeah, just close it. It never works for me. <laughs> Ever. He's almost 40. So. <laughs> Did you guys realize it's his birthday today? It's my Happy birthday. Happy 39. 39. So he's... Your he needs a little help with the technology. Where's your birthday? Black cake, <laughs> his birthday's black tomorrow. Cake next year. Is it? Oh, wow. Brian's birthday's tomorrow. How old are you going to be? I'm so glad you're buying your breakfast on your birthday. Because <laughs> you got to come back tomorrow for breakfast. You're only 17 right now? Brian, we're buying you stocks tomorrow. <laughs> stocks. Wow. Stonks. Stonks. Just a wheel, guys. Happy almost birthday. You want to buy some stocks? <laughs> All right, so the, fir- the first, like, the, our main focus is going to be our mission statement. Does anybody actually know our mission statement? Is it the real people it, thing? Real, yep. Real? <laughs> it is the real people. Yes, real people thing. Real products. Products. People, real innovation. Real innovation. Okay. Yeah, it's really fast. So, sorry, I have to look at it too. Um, But it is on the whiteboard out in the out in the shop. It's probably what Kim. It's also covered over here. Yeah, it is right now. So, this is we. Again, I apologize for my handwriting. Again, we. 
Then the other hairs. Brain. Those are the real. All caps for you listening at home. Innovation. Well, and I almost like printed out handouts and stuff, but I figured that there'd be a whiteboard here. Which yep. it's not. Leave me alone. It's you know what it is. It's a uh, lima bean. Well, his circles don't have the little loop. That's an A. I well, I'm yeah, I know that. See, that's an O. I'm I'm aware oh, that his very his different. A, they're nothing like each other. I well, realize that it, that is his A because I know what the word is. Just to be but clear, I'm just saying it looks like a lima bean. Greg's oh, A is an oblong O. Or lima bean. You're an oblong O. <laughs> Real service. Mm-hmm. Real people. For real people. I-S-Q-S-P. Yeah. Is Q-I-P-S. Right. That's not that bad. All right. No, so it's, we bring... I mean, it's terrible from my angle, but I... That's we bring real thing. innovation, real solutions, real quality, real service for real people. And what I want to do is I, I want to kind of go through this uh, with you guys and define some things and... Um, and kind of cast the, the, the vision of, of how this really um, plays into every single thing that we do, all of us do, plays a part in all of these things, and what that means for the, the people that, that, that we do this for. Um, so the, the first thing that I want to define is the word real, because real is in there five times, so obviously it must be an important thing for it to be in there five times. What is... What, what, what do you guys think the word real means? Like, What does that mean to you? Genuine. Genuine. Authentic. Authentic. Tangible. Tangible. Yeah. Real <laughs> So I, I looked up the, the, the... I looked up the definition, is, and it's true or actual is what... is what the... the the online the dictionary says, the, the, the Google definition says. So, you know, when we think about um, all those words you guys said, I, I, I think are, are just as good. Um, but I like the word actual, and just because it's um, intangible, because they're, because they're, they're all, they're, they're, they're physical things, and we make physical things. There are companies out there that, that, that sell a service, that sell um, not physical things, but we sell physical things. And, um, and we're going to get into a little bit more that, that, that we actually sell some not physical things too in, in, in certain ways. So we're going to kind of go into that a little bit too. But um, all right, so how about innovation? What do you guys, what is the word? It, because I, I, I think if, if, if you were to look quickly at innovation and solutions, you might think those are kind of the same thing. But I think if you think about it a little bit more... For me, innovation more. is uniqueness. Yeah. Something new. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually something that solves a problem, which is yep. similar to solutions, but mm. a different way to do something. Yeah. Or a better yeah. way. Out of the box. Out of the box, yeah. yeah. And, it's, and that's one of my foundational things like when we when we talk about next steps for the business or new ideas for products and stuff like that if it's not if there's not some kind of innovation in it i i, I have no interest in it and um and i think if, if if i didn't have that as the first one 
I think we would be in a different place as a company because we've talked about um, getting and selling different accessories and stuff like that, and 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 you could easily turn into like a reseller. Yeah, yeah, just a reseller. But my goal for the company is that is that we create new and innovative things. So, and solutions, and Kim said it, you know, they're it's something that solves an issue. There's a lot of companies, especially. It, well, I'm not sure it's even so much, especially in our industry, but, um, you know, the, there's a line that people say that, you know, you're selling something that solves a problem that doesn't exist. And that's one of my fears, is that, is yeah, that we suck. that we suck. <laughs> <laughs> is that we're just selling some, some trinket, uh, some doodad, that doesn't really solve anything, but you're just trying to get people's money. Um, and no matter what, you're going to get accused of that by people that don't think that your product solves an issue that they have, but, but there, there's only so much you can do do about that. All right, how about quality? It lasts. Yeah. <clears throat> lasts, yeah. I think you shouldn't ever have to think about quality as a customer. I think the fact that you're not thinking of how the product works. If you're thinking about, like, man, I wish this did this, or I wish this had lasted a little longer, then we failed on quality. So, perfection. perfection. It's got to be made perfect. Yeah. I would say the materials and time you put into making it. That's a, that'd be the for a few Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it's, <clears throat> it's important to figure out the right materials, the right processes, the right finishes, the right way to assemble things. Um, to me, also, that, that, that falls under quality. I mean, honestly, we're going to, as we go on, we're going to find out the quality is in every single part of this. Like, I could almost simplify our mission statement to we bring real quality for real people. But I like breaking it down a little bit more because I think it's important for us to think about each of this separately. But, yeah, quality, I, I think, even goes into what does our website look like? What does our packaging look like? What is, you know, there's... You know, how does the finish on the pocket clips look? How does, you know, just there's so many things that go into quality. And, and we're really probably going to spend more time on that point today. All right, how about uh, real service? What's that mean to you guys? Taking care of somebody <clears throat> throughout the whole process. Not from just Yeah, from purchase to yeah. final product, whether that, if there's interim steps in there because we failed at quality. <laughs> um, right, right. That I think if we've succeeded at real service, people should feel like they're getting a package from their friends. Yeah. If, if we succeeded, they should be like, I'm excited. I know that like the faces of this is where this came from. And then, you know, I got this package from my buddy. That's what it should feel like. And we are kind of crossing into real people here now. And this is, um, Dustin told me, I think back when you kind of first started working with me, you had said something and you were like, um, that, it, that it feels, it felt like to you that I was sending packages to like friends like this wasn't just like a mass-produced thing that we're that we're pumping out like we actually take the time we still take the time you know thankfully kim takes the time now to write handwritten cards to the person's name um and that's where i i actually want to um focus just a minute on the people aspect because one of the things that i that dusty told me that he used to do when he's packed a lot of orders is he would actually actually think about each person like as he's writing the name he was thinking about the person that this is going to go to 
the the fact that 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 that, that this person is dedicated to their family, their friends, even the public in order to use one of our products, uh, which are which are all kind of at this point kind of uh, self defense uh, uh, focused. Like you actually think about, mm-hmm. and and sometimes we kind of pray for this person, like you know, you know so God help this person to yeah. to be safe and to and to make our choices, you know, or whatever. So, um, I think the people aspect of this because it, it's so important because if if you didn't feel like you were we were serving serving real people, I think you get lost in the fact that none of this matters. If it weren't if you weren't doing this for for people. And Libby sees us now more than ever. Is like there are there are people on the other end of this who are responsive. They notice things like addresses being. <laughs> yeah. So last email we sent out said uh, our address. It said our address, like but then it address. said yeah. Afghanistan. In Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all the way at the bottom of the email. And I had people respond like people were worried that our email got hacked. Mm-hmm. And so I just responded, no. It, we're trying to figure out why it says if, and then someone else yeah. just emailed saying, "Hey, I think you need to like check your address." And I was, you know, it's, and people respond back, like they email back and forth with us. Very kind of like you were in yeah, Afghanistan, so we, but <laughs> they didn't figure out what happened there. Yeah, I used a template um, a while back that was just like the one that you sent out a long time, a letter to our customers. I used that template to build. And somehow, like, just random letters have gotten thrown into the bottom automation. And it just oh, thought it was... I didn't know what to do. So it just it went with the, well, the first letter. Yeah. And that Afghanistan would be is at the, the very country. top of the... Uh, yeah. Azerbaijan. But the fact that people read all the way down... I mean, that was, like, at the very, very bottom. Yeah, I never scroll that. No, far down in the email. Even in my own email. And you said you got some things on really? Instagram too. Yeah, someone messaged me and was like, "Did you guys? Did you guys get a good, good deal on rent in Kabul or something?" <laughs> 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 I was like, I was like, yeah, maybe the taxes are better there. Soon the gun laws will be better than there." Yeah. Um, and I should have pulled some up, but I get messages daily on social media of people thanking us. And if you search, you know, hashtag Neomag or whatever, I, I can show you a ton of posts of people post pictures of the handwritten card. They send me pictures. In the box before they post pictures of the product. Like, people love and respond to feeling appreciated. And that's something I want us to realize, you know, as we do everything, we are doing this for other people. And I actually pulled out, um, I get asked every now and then, I should get accused um, every now and then on social media as well about you know what is what does my faith have to do with, with the business and why does it you know, why do we have to send scripture out um, to to people and stuff like that and and, it, and I tell people I'm like I'm like it has everything to do with it and so I actually have a few I mean I could pull out a ton of scriptures about about how we're commanded to love people. And I know a lot of you guys could probably pull some out too, but you know, John 13 and 34 says, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. Romans 12, 10, be devoted to one another in love. Honor honor one another above yourselves. I could I go on and on. It's a commandment that we are to love other people. And the way that we get to love on other people is to take the time to write a handwritten card to 
think about these people as we're pecking orders, as we're machining yeah. plates, as we're doing everything that we do. We're doing this as a service to other people. And I feel like last year was a big breakthrough for me to, in, in, in realizing that I have very little control over the direction of this company sometimes. Last year was, you know, we went from, you know, January, February was a up month and things were going pretty well and everything. And then COVID started. I sat in my office panicking, like, how am I going to keep this, this business going? And then things skyrocketed. And we... Like, really skyrocketed. <laughs> like, almost overnight skyrocketed. And... And that was such a blessing. There was such, it, there was such a, uh, like, you know, that was God speaking to me like, I've got this, and you can do what you want to do. I mean, obviously, we need to do the right things and all that stuff. Um, but there's, there's something bigger happening here, and so, I started last year really thinking about this company, just as much of a ministry as anything, and I get messages daily from people. You know, thanking me for scriptures, um, and saying, it, "I know, I, I think we've all uh, who are in contact with our customers have, have heard stories about how you know, you know, they're, they're they're going through something that day, and they and they and the scripture we sent just hit home to them, and then we end up hearing a life story or something like that yeah. from those people. Like that's, I mean, to me, there's so much more value there. I mean, obviously, we don't get we don't get a paycheck strictly from you know people's feelings, but but that brings a a level of um, just of importance to what we do beyond just selling a product and getting paid for it. Yeah. So, which Kim, what verse do you write? Um, Philippians four sixty seven, I think. It paraphrases like, uh, "Do not worry, but instead present your request before God, and the peace of God that which surpasses all understanding." That verse specifically strikes a nerve with a lot of people. Because yeah. I've gotten a lot of people well, who are just like. I needed that verse today. It's good these days. Um, yeah. It's one of my favorite verses. Especially in 2020. Yeah. yeah. It takes people a long were, time to write. But. <laughs> people are really liking that verse. <laughs> no, it's... And that stuff's so important. And, mm-hmm. um, and I should share that stuff with, like, with you. We're out there especially. Well, so I'm going to start you know, printing. I actually <clears throat> decided yesterday I started doing some emails because I knew we were going to be meeting this morning. So I was like, well, let me get a little bit ahead on... Um, the emails and we had one come through where someone was just very thankful for the packaging and the verse on the box and the verse in the box and I was like I'm going to start printing these out so I thought when I get something like that because I probably don't get them as much as you I mean you can't print everyone out but I'm going to start printing them out and if we have like a, a good place to, to hang them up because we even got one like about a month ago it's a repeat customer, and every every verse that he gets says a different. Well, he has like three different oh, verses. I think now. I got a note from him too. Yeah. His order. He said he puts them in his different bags. Yes. Yeah. So I just thought that was really cool that as different people jump in to help out too when we're busy and have their own verse, like people. It's like people like to collect those yeah. and they keep them and they put them in like a place where they see them. So I just thought that was really neat. You see them on refrigerators? People send us photos of like their car on a refrigerator. Because it means a lot to them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've heard the same thing. Like people save save the car that we write them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes on the refrigerator, which, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Um, all right, so 
I hope that that, that brings a lot of clarity to the mission statement. And we're going to get more into kind of how we all fit into this. So I actually want to go through and... Um, Billy, do you want to write these? <laughs> because my handwriting sucks. We're about to actually be You're a teacher? <laughs> so we're going to go through each person's job description, just like surface level job description, because in a, com- a company this size, we all wear a lot of hats, but... Well, well I kind of want to... Use this You should be able to fit. All right. All right. Just so, each person's name. Yep. And their job description. Okay. All right. So let's start with me. Um, of course. Start with Greg. So, Jeez, look how <laughs> now my main job is product design. You can keep going. I've got a good. Uh, social media and content creation. Can I do SM for social media? Sure. Um, I mean, those are really like that's that's really what I try to spend the bulk of my time on. Now, there's a billion other things that that I do, but that's. That's what we're going to focus on today. All right, so Dusty. Dusty, what do you do? <laughs> we don't Tell know. Us. Sales. Uh, mostly like customer-based sales. I do um, dealer orders, and then I assist with marketing in some capacity. And all the numbers. I do numbers, but that's not usually part of my job description. I'm just going to write numbers because you've been doing a <laughs> lot, lot of numbers, numbers lately. I have been doing a lot of numbers lately. <laughs> Yeah. Exclamation point number. <laughs> Alright, Nate, what do you do? Uh, Nate's like the creed in the office, we don't really know what he does. He's down. Inventory, people management, uh, production. <laughs> He's around and he panics whenever something doesn't Did deliver you say on time. Production? <laughs> Box truck driver. (laughs) (laughs) Nate loves that box truck. Shipping and so does Brayden. Just so glad you guys think. Nate's got a lot of hats. Nate opens everyone's mail. I think that's probably plenty. I'm sure there's more, but that again. Yeah, that's right. I mean, like we could all take a deep deep dive. All right, uh, Bray, what do you do? Um, production. Just do where you are. Okay. Then it's D Y N, right? Yeah. I get confused at the first four. Le- well, the, the middle two letters. I get confused at Everyone gets confused at the first two letters. <laughs> 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 I get uh, Production. Um, I mean, that pretty much sums it up. I Whatever a mate yeah, tells you yeah. to do. So, yeah. Bray, I have for you. With, um, yeah, it, with, like I clip. And build, uh, building, production, packaging, packaging, and maintenance. Because yeah. you've been doing, you've been doing more maintenance. maintenance. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we can just name him the maintenance manager. Maintenance guy. Yeah, it's gonna get you a lot of keys. Dude, get you a loop <laughs> of keys. <laughs> yeah, yeah they won't go to anything except Which, the door. all that kind of falls under production. But like the word production, there's a ton of stuff underneath yeah. it. I don't, I don't think it's called maintenance, right? There's another. That's okay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. We understand. Okay. Yeah. That's how I would have spoken. So, all right, Kim, what do you do? Uh, mainly shipping, some packaging. Throw Wait. customer service in there, though, because that's—I mean, mm-hmm. even if you're not directly mm-hmm. interacting, I think, I think we had customer service. Yeah, there. customer service is a huge part of what you do by shipping orders, yeah. right? Like your name is on the card. 
They yep. know who Kim is. <laughs> they do know who Kim is. And you also do a little bit of production stuff when you run the laser. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Yes. Never thought about that. Go, girl. <laughs> oh, can you trace the other? All right, Corey, what do you do? Manufacturing. M-F-G. E-Y or just Y? <laughs> E-Y or just Y? Just Y. Simple man. <laughs> M-F-G. Also put engineering. Yeah. Well, he does a lot of engineering. I can say, hey, here's an idea. I've, I've started it. Finish, Finish it. it. <laughs> Which is awesome. Wind Fusion <laughs> wants Fusion. to let you do it. Yeah. All right, Libby, what do you do? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Libby consults no, the boss when he panics. Customer service. Yes. And pretty much... Any paperwork that budgeting. you two don't want to do. Yeah! <laughs> budgeting. It's your kind of budgeting. Check writing. And finance. Yep. And we kind of threw you under the HR bus. Scribe. Can we put scribe Human on resources well? lady Libby. Libster the human resources lady. They yeah, picked up a lot of work. And TBD. And TBD. Yep. All right. So the reason I wanted this on, on this side because I want to... Um, we can just use the, the, the first letter. I want to go Which through yeah, and put who all is involved in what of these of these processes. All right, so we start at the top. So um, if you look at those job descriptions, what do you think? Like, like, what would I fall under in these? None of them. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. not one of them. Probably innovation <laughs> and solutions, <laughs> right? Yep. Quality. Gotta make sure the product well, definitely is people great. with the Instagram stuff. Yeah, people. I would be so too. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he's everywhere. G goes everywhere. <laughs> All right, so Dusty. Yeah, I just do uh, people. People. People for sure. People. I do. I do quality service. in the fact that service because you talk to users and stuff. I don't really do a whole lot with solutions and innovations anymore. Oh, you do. But I, I, actually, I, guess, I disagree wholeheartedly. Yeah, you're still part of that conversation. I still That's true. Yeah. throw them up there and both. Yeah, I get to go on all the things. With your marketing and stuff like that, you have yeah. to be yeah. innovative. Yeah. Solutions, and, yes. but it's companies. Okay. Nate? Quality. Yeah. Big time. Quality. Quality. Capital service, quality. don't you think? Yep. Lots of service. Solutions yep. like with inventory, like managing. coming up with. He interacts with some people. Yeah, and you interact directly necessarily, yeah. but a lot of. But we're still actually, people. I don't know. I've been, I've been on, on, or on uh, Instagram a lot answering <laughs> questions. Well, they talk about like internally mm-hmm. people, uh, especially. Yeah. And somehow I end up talking to everybody. About Asian. He's yeah. talking about changing the. Yeah. 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 You got you work with even just within the building, you have to innovate. Yep. Uh, Big B. Quality, 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 quality. Yeah. Service. What does he do under service? I want an example. I mean, he's providing uh, maintenance. Good, he's serving I mean, he's doing us maintenance, when he doing that, but he also, those. honestly, like, I think we kind of talked about it. Quality falls into all of them, but a part of what he does with quality is servicing those real people, right? He makes sure that the product that's going out the door, whether it's to dealers or to individual customers is as best as it possibly can be coming off our, our bench. Good example. So, and this isn't a bad thing that there's, no. that there's two, two things. I don't, I don't want anybody to think that, like, 
like that's why we have you is because you get to specialize. Yeah. Like a lot of us yeah. have, have a lot of things, and we've and if this used to just be like me, you know, me, Dusty, and Braden, and like, and it was crazy, and, and we're finally starting to be able to, to expand and to specialize, which is which is the goal. All right, so Kim. Service, right? Service and people. Yeah. Big time. I also want <laughs> quality. Quality. Yeah. Yeah. quality. So we're going to get into this a little bit more. Um, but I'm going to put it there because we all, uh, most, most all of us, come in contact with the product every day. We are all a level of quality control. Like anybody who, who comes in contact with that, especially you, you three and Corey, you guys come in contact with the product every single day. So you guys are one more level of, um, of, of quality control. So I mean, but I would also argue quality control in, in, the, in the case of Kim is not just the product itself, but it's also the orders, right? The quality right. of the order getting out the door, meaning she gets it in the right quantity, in the right packaging, yeah. in the right position to get out the door. Um, that is a huge part of our quality. Yeah. And packaging in general. Have you guys ever received like really bad packaging? Yeah. Yes. 4,000 yes. rolls of tape all over it. Well, and Kim beautifies our product. Yes. She's the lipstick on the company. <laughs> I know it sounds like pig. a bad metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> but you are. Well, like, I don't know. <laughs> Everything that the customer sees is in your hands. Like... You can reject anything and you can make anything better at any point in time that you decide that it needs to be because you are the last person to touch that product before it leaves our door. Which is scary thing sometimes. You polish it's the important. turd. It's yeah. really, important. Wow. <laughs> so turd polisher turd goes on. Right there. TP. T- I don't know if that's better. <laughs> All right, Corey. PL for pig lipstick. Scratch that. All right, Corey. Where's Corey falling here? He is under quality. quality. He's under <clears throat> innovation. Yeah. And he's under solutions. He's too. under solutions. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. his service. His people skills are a little lacking. Yeah, I'd like a, I'd like the explanation of the service. That's why we keep him in the shop. Boy. What does he do <laughs> that falls under service? What's that? I want to know what he does that falls under service. So it, 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 we've kind of defined some other people's jobs of the of of the job they do and the and the what they create in Corey's case, what he creates um, serves the people that. The okay. Are into. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's probably a little loose. Well, I was thinking service, like linearly, like customer service. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. What I which is. And I think. It, Service to me goes yeah. beyond just just right. customer service because if, if we were that narrow, providing then, a service then it would just to be Libby would be the only right. Yeah. Okay. All right, Libby. Oh man, well, people. I would say people. people. Yep. Service. service. Yep. Quality. Quality. <laughs> yep. I'd actually argue that you're in solutions as well because you're solving problems for our customers every day. Um, I yeah, know it's a different type of solution. But it's still a, but it's still a maybe solution. Maybe I can put myself in a bracket. I well, no, but I mean, I understand <laughs> that what we're, what we're saying solutions is for is the, the product we're bringing to market, but there's still an aspect to you're solving problems for people every day, even if it's as simple as, hey, you can't figure out how to enter your address correctly. Right. You're providing a solution. You're providing a, hey, you know what, yeah, um, this, this uh, size didn't work for you. Let's get you a different size. Right. Those are all solutions to problems that people have. And while it may not be directly what 
when we define these, that that's what it means. It's still a solution. Yep. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna shift gears a little bit. <clears throat> We've got a flowchart. We're gonna oh, the flow chart. Did you make let's, it any prettier? Let's add a flow chart. Oh, it is prettier. A little prettier. I like prettier. colors in here. All right, so I, I want to go through a flow chart of what, what happens yeah. from product creation to the end. Because I think uh, for those of us who have, who have had you know, real jobs, as a quotation marks, um, uh, like we, I thought this was real. <laughs> well, Corey and I were talking about this on the way in. Real jobs versus what we do now. <laughs> so I say real job because, like, at least for me, I used to have jobs where I just went to the job, I got paid to do a task, and then I'm on home. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't really know anything about how it, how it worked. Um, you didn't know where you felt in the the company's yeah, it, it, ethos, it, and, and I thought this is kind of one of the main things I want to. I want to challenge everybody to think differently about. I thought I got paid to do a job, and not I did a job, so and paid. then I would, it, plus then I could get paid. So that's it's kind of one of the main things at the end here. Uh, I just spoiled the, the, the thing, but why don't we think about that as we go through this? All right, so we're gonna start with okay. We have a we have a new widget. We have a new product. Ooh, widget. Widget. Oh. Gizmo. Yeah, Corey, quit cheating. That's how he got through college. Or uh, through, through school. Just All right, so looking. what do you guys think the next thing happens after you have... Is this the idea? Gizmo? Right here? Or is that something to make? <laughs> took that from him. Uh, so we have, like, we have a prototype. We have engineering done. Like, okay. we know what we're going to... Like, we're we ready. have a name for it. We're ready got to... Market, right? Or have you marketed it already? The next thing will be... Well, Getting your your supplies in place, whether that's being us producing it or somebody else producing it, lining up all of the resources you need to actually produce this product that you've created. So I I agreed because that's what I had when I first went through this too. I was like, well, I need to I, I need to make a bunch of parts for it, but you can't make a bunch. You know, you should make a bunch of or parts T &E. for something. Next thing is T and &E, I guess. Well, so I'm going to say that's all done. So oh, we have okay. like we made this right. Like Libby said, the next thing is we need to do is we need to sell it. Like, yep. If you don't sell this thing, then you just then you make a bunch of parts or something that you sure. that you can't sell. Now, that needs to happen almost simultaneously yeah. because if you you can't sell something you don't have, it's well. right. Right. People get real mad when you do that. Yeah, they get, they get real mad. But Corey just experienced this not too long ago. Yeah. But what? Um, but there's nothing to yeah. So I mean, they, they're almost simultaneously yeah, yeah. Uh, happening. But well, I understand. You have to at least know your. Uh, desire for the product yeah. from your customers. You have to know what your customers are going to want, or at least try and guesstimate what they want. Yeah, and <clears throat> or you make too little or too many parts. Right. And we're going. I'm going through this now. We're working on on the two new product launches this year. I'm like trying to guess what quantities are going to be like for something that again doesn't exist because because the ideas that we have, this one of the ideas we have is like completely unfounded. So just trying to figure that out, but. Maybe another way to, you know, maybe we should shift from like brand new product to kind of what what we do now with our with, with our current products. We can kind of shift to that to that mindset. So, yes, yeah, so we have a product. So, yeah, we need to. Um, market. I want to go straight out. I have sales, which then splits into marketing. Okay. I'm gonna look at that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Libby, you're cheating. Right. You're, you're right. cheating, Libby. So three arrows. 
Yep, so I broke our sales down into kind of three main three main categories, which is um, oh, it's marketing, which I have is which I, I think of that more as like social media and and then our website. And then dealers. If anybody can think of anything else. Dusty. <laughs> well, you go well, I dealers? cover the website. Oh, I cover dealers. Oh. But you're I also... I do some marketing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I Funny enough, I don't know if you can think of any other categories that... that no. Are you saying Dusty's a category? Yeah, oh. I do, honestly. <laughs> he does things that just... It's like, where, how? what happened and how did you acquire this sale doing what? Okay. Because there's there are sales that are made that there's no marketing involved. <laughs> That's like well, honestly, there's marketing. no marketing involved from a perspective of they're not looking at our Instagram and stuff. This yeah. is Dusty talking to somebody. What does that it's one say? Actually, website. yeah, doesn't have to do with our website, and it doesn't have to do with a dealer. Most it's, of them are just me getting pulled over by a cop, <laughs> <laughs> or you playing video games with people. That's true. Yeah. I mean, like yeah, truly, yeah, like, yeah. like there are other yeah. there are some other friends ways that we get. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. that's why I mean, Dusty's his own little. Wing of, of yeah, because you could also put word of mouth. Yeah, like there, there, there's it's a other, big one for us, man. But yeah. that's part of marketing. It really is. Yeah, but like we we could break break each of those down even more. Wom, wom, wom. All right, so look at some funny things from your little acronym. <laughs> <laughs> She's a teacher. That's what she does. Okay. All right, so we have now finally we have sold the the, the product. People want it. And people want it now. I have go to production. Now let's go to production. So we need to make. Make parts, so. So am I coming down? Uh, no, sales? you're gonna go to the next one. So each of those would be there'd be a square around those. Oh. Oh. Squaring. Yeah. Little tiny. Oh. Womp. 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 Yeah, womp was part of marketing. That's what he said. It's beautiful. All right, so then next you can keep going. So the right I think those here. arrows I go right, through off the page. Of all of these. Yes. Yeah, you can narrow them all down like to one more square. Right. For I make parts. Or production or produce. She's stretching, Greg. Can <clears> you <throat> shift it over to her? Make parts. All right, then. Whoa. Yeah, it's really fancy. So I have to. You can square that too. Oh no! You can bubble it. it. I want to wiggle it. That's not a part of a flip chart. It is now. Now it's not make parts. It's <laughs> she's ba- you <laughs> make parts. Greg, you, you, you handed the pen to a teacher. She's gonna make it look pretty. <laughs> That's your the next one we have a question box in. All right, so what happens after we make the parts? Cloud. We um, package them. We I assemble. Assemble and package. Put them together. Assembly. Yeah. So I have assemble next. Yeah. Go. Going this yep. way? Craig, any other square too in there? <laughs> assemble. We're doing class. Assemble. Maybe a heart. I'm going to do, <laughs> do this for this section. I'm sorry. It's going to be consistent. You're the chart person. I want to do this section I think you would do like a chart this. right. I want to do it like this. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to two siblings right now. <laughs> do it right. God, right so I've after, already drawn this on my board. After we make the parts, we assemble them, and then we... You said it? Package. Package them. Package. Oh. I'm gonna, we're on a wing now. Oh, man. That package has a line through it. Okay, I'm gonna switch to a different uh, thing <laughs> after this. Yeah, really different box style. All right, so now we might just skip down to the next line. All right, what happens after we package the product? We ship, them out. ship it out. We, we, we fulfill. Ship. Ship. Ship circle. 
Um, I'll go back to a square. Yep, square. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so after we ship it is when we get paid. All right, so that that's when we get money. Get money. If there's no dollar signs there, I'm going to get real upset. <laughs> and here's where I'm trying to, like, and it, it, I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Yes. Um, I, so special box. <laughs> so you're supposed to circle the end, not the box, what? the shiny thing? I don't know. I think yeah, that's circles are the end of a flow chart. Oh, this is the end? Uh, circles are the beginning or end. I don't think very many flow charts to it. But, I'm, but I'm, I'm trying to figure this out because customer service is after this. Is new. In here. Well, yeah, I mean, but, like, typically, with the exception of orders being wrong necessarily or those kind of things, which is part of, honestly, that's part of this back here, too. Like, a big part of that is back in the sales because... Yeah, so there is some customer service here. Yeah. And then... My scribe's not paying attention. Sorry, I was about this, weren't we? We were on So, <laughs> customer service is back here, but it's also here, too. Like, we got... So, yeah, there, 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 there is customer service that turns into sales. Um, yeah. So there, there's questions about... Well, about for example, Libby sold two trays, in, or, I'm sorry, a tray and two toxic neomags on Friday because of a conversation she had with a guy. So she did the sales, she did that portion of it, and then conversely, there's a bunch of stuff after we've gotten paid that she does back here, too. So I think we could do... Um, uh, CS for customer service, and then do uh, dotted line sales? to the yeah, yeah. Off of sales, and then we could do a plus do dollar sign, like after. Yeah, I just kind of put it in the same box. Not abbreviating her position, I'll tell you that right now. It's getting right now all the way. <laughs> well, you want me to put plus yeah, dollar yeah, sign? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do plus dollar sign. <clears throat> well, just is plus dollar sign here too. Okay. Two dollar right. signs. I don't know why I did it twice. It's okay. You just Big money, no whammies. She said money plus money. This is plus money plus money. <laughs> You've made your square too small, Libby. You might have to make another square. I feel like there should be a box down here with a plus. Yeah. Plus. See, now this is plus two dollars. <clears throat> All right. So, I think that there's also another box here with it's like a dotted service. line or something holding. Yeah, like there's a probably a right line. way to do this as a flowchart, but apparently threw out all the rules of flowchart anyway. <laughs> This goes back to we're not a real company. <laughs> we can't do flowcharts, right? I will, I will watch Listen. a YouTube video on creating flowcharts. If at any point in time we get paid to make flowcharts, we're not making money. But we don't get paid to make flowcharts. Am I putting plus dollar We get paid here? to make right, so, um, square that in the corner here and do minus dollar sign. Yep. Oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. Yep. That's what we were talking about on Friday. <laughs> exactly. And... This is the sad part of our job right here. <laughs> so I'll have a moment of silence for minus dollars. Right, so <laughs> there's a minus dollar sign here, and this happens for... Uh, it, it can be a lot of different reasons. It can be the quality of the product failed. Um, we shipped the wrong, wrong thing. thing. Something was packaged incorrectly. The customer just wasn't happy with it. But there's a lot of reasons why, um, why this happens. So... Um, this again, uh, like I want to show, like we don't. Yeah, we see, like we see some money in here, but, but but really, this doesn't turn into money until later down here too. So yeah. Even the dollar signs really probably shouldn't, shouldn't be in there. It should this go is back where we here. need the whiteout strip that you said we'd never make mistakes. <laughs> a reasonable well, sharpies. A reasonable. A reasonable sharpies. There's an N in there now. A reasonable. Well, I mean. Marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark. So, 
it, again, just kind of drives home the, the, the point of that we don't get paid until after we do all of these things, so we, after we, we do our job, and until after um, we make sure that quality is a part of every single one of these. If it does, it's on the next table to clean up on. Um, so I, I, I was thinking about... I don't know if I really need to do it because because kind of did it before, but it, but I, I was going through this chart and I was also putting each of our initials onto um, each of these things so we could see where we all uh, all of our jobs lie yeah. in this. But <clears throat> it's going to be different than our previous thing. Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be different locations because, like in sales, it's you, me, apparently Libby, and that's it, right? Yeah. In marketing, it's you, me. Um, website, me, you. Deal with me, you. Making parts, that's where Nate, Braden, Corey come in. Assembly is Kim, Braden, Nate. Sometimes Corey. Sometimes Corey. Package, Kim, Braden, sometimes Nate, sometimes Corey. Shipping, Kim, Nate, Libby sometimes. Customer service, Libby. It's different than what the other side was, for sure. Yeah. But I think one of the main things I want to want us to think about as we look at this is um, we're gonna make some. We we've currently started making some changes internally on on some of our processes. With us coming out with some new products this year, it's it's going to complicate all these things. It's going to add more um, room for error, especially if we have. Which my goal is to be able to do more with the same team that we had. Um, me and Jessica talking a lot about capacity lately. I'm trying to figure out what is our capacity. How many how many more Neomags can we make with this current team? You know, before we need to add more people. Before we need to, you know, buy another CNC machine. So that we as so we understand where we are with our capacity and, and where we can go. And so we're going to be doing some things with the shipping area, um, working on being able to use like a, a, a barcode scanner, and that's going to take out a lot of room for error on, on not shipping enough things or even the right thing. It's um, we're going to be doing some things in the assembly area once it, especially once we get more products um, and creating better work zones for each of those each of products in the machine shop area. We're going to be doing a better job with just kind of the flow of the, 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 the products and how they get made and, and, and direction they go and trying to reduce, um, you know, back and forth travel and stuff like that. Like, we're going to be doing things to uh, to try and really um, make the capacity of what this team can do even greater. And that turns into more money, which then can go back into, um, into us, into... Back in the company, in in new uh, in new machinery and stuff, into more marketing, into you know, so really, our goal is to try to do this as efficiently as possible, so that we can create more net income, so that we can go back in the company and we can do this all over again. Um, you know, the the products that we're coming out with, thankfully, we don't need to ask for any loans for because we. We've been able to to uh, to save enough that we don't need other people's money in order to help us make more money. Um, that's huge because there's, there's a lot of companies that start out 
big time in debt, and they hope to make enough sales in order to do the next thing. And it's even harder to, you know, put ask the bank for a bunch of money for something for a product that doesn't exist. And as a young company trying to do that, it's even it's even harder. So, um, it's 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 so important to uh, to be thinking about quality. In it. Like I said, we're going to be. I want to focus a lot on on our quality as we go through these things. Is just thinking about, um, you know, not cutting, not cutting corners in what we do, and taking an extra little bit of time to look at another product before it ships, or or after assembly, have somebody else look at it, and then Kim looks at it again before it ships out. You know, the more hands and the more eyes that we have on something, uh, the better. Our like. Our job should be to put Libby's job out. Yeah. Like, no, no. One portion of her job. Well, one portion of her job. The customer service part. <laughs> like she should have like. Well, I mean, really, she should get. If we do our jobs correctly in the marketing side of things, then people shouldn't have questions. Now, people don't like to read or listen or right. watch or anything uh, things. Yeah. But if we if we do marketing and sales of our website is accurate and concise if our fact is updated and has product um, info if our products are made perfectly every time if everything is shipped perfectly every time Libby's have nothing to do with customer service now you know, have to be realistic that's not going to happen there's there's a reason why customer service is a job that exists because because we're, because we're not going to be perfect, so I, I'm not I'm not setting the bar that we need to be perfect. But there are things that we can do to uh, cut down on that on, on error and, and stuff. So just be thinking about um, you know how how every day every everything that we do. How can we be doing this better and adding more quality to what we do? So, what Libby? What are the trends you see? We need to categorize five things you see every day, and then we need to focus on how we can eliminate those. So I think we need to write them down and then figure out what exactly needs to change. Yeah, and well, Dusty and I kind of did that, and I. Actually, I have my iPad because the one day I just. Big Bang Corey right here. <laughs> like, okay, what are the things? I kind of shared these with you the one day, Dusty. But I, I think the number one thing that people ask is, will this work with my XYZ fill in the blank? Um, I I don't know. And again, we you kind of started thinking about a, something. We have in a the solution F- already put in place. Yeah. So Dusty's been working on the the FAQ website, just kind of based on. On those questions because that is the like the number one thing um, that people I don't know if they just don't trust that the sizing is as universal as we say it is or they think if they have um, you know more rounds in the magazine the single magnet couldn't possibly work you know and so there's that like people think they're gonna need the double magnet even though they have it's just so I don't know what that people maybe just don't trust how universal it is. And I know you guys were did the video the one yep. day showing people how universal it is. I'll tell you the solution to that that we have in place just so it's on yeah. the same page. So under FAQ, we're 
giving people, they have to select their reason for contacting customer service. If they select, will the EMA fit my gun? That's their reasoning. It's going to have another search bar that comes up right next to it where they type in, you know, will the neomag fit my, and they insert their gun name here. And it will, I put together an inventory of all the handguns. And um, it'll, it'll start bringing up pop-ups and like, let's lock 19, right? When they click enter, right, it'll bring up a screen and it'll say, you need this. It's a link that takes them directly to what they need. And it says, this neomag will also fit, and then it's going to list every other handgun that they have. Yeah. This will also fit all of these other things. So not only does it fit yours, but it will also work with all of these other guns. So they get, because we've, we've avoided this for such a long time, because we don't want people to think it just worked for their one gun. And so if, you, if they're searching and they're like, will it work for my Glock 19? They're only going to think this is going to work for my Glock 19. Um, so that's how we're kind of helping reduce some of that. Is, and Alex, is, we talked to Alex, if they insert a gun that maybe doesn't fit our categories, Right? It's going to make a note of that in the system, and then we can keep updating it over time. So we can say, okay, this fits this, this fits this, this. Once a month we can go through, once a week we can go through and check off that box and add it to our list. And so that's how we're kind of solving that issue. So yeah. I have an idea. Instead of people having to go to that and start typing in, why don't we do a picture, the second picture you see on the website, right next to the picture of the Neomag, that is just a black and white list of all the guns it fits. So that way, you see a preview of the pic, like three or four pictures below the main picture, and they can see, oh, this is a list of guns. Click, it fits, purchase it. Don't fit, go for something else. That way people we'll don't have to type sure. in the you yeah. know, stuff. I don't have a good reason why not to. Um, well, I think one of the issues could be... <clears throat> so you have a spreadsheet of like every Here's, yeah. like every gun, make, and model. It's and 500, so 500 guns. So like... How do you? And that's why, like, yeah. the product is so simple that yeah, people can't understand how simple it is, and they think, no, this because it, because no other it, manufacturer does it every this other way. manufacturer does it this way. It's a it's a specific thing to fit your specific thing, and yeah. and ours is so broad that it confuses people. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just trying to get people to trust that it's as simple as it is is a continual. Yeah. And so after they fill out all that information, they can either click the link and it goes to the website page they can make their purchase, or if they're still confused, they can click send, and it's going to send an email to Libby that says, does the product work with mine, and it's going to have a specialized handgun or whatever it might yeah. be, and she can look it up and answer that question. So it's still a contact us form, but it's, it's more than that, right, because it has the option for them to just make the purchase from there. Because I've basically made a spreadsheet for myself of just... It's my own little FAQ when people ask, and it's not one that I've come across that's not as familiar, then I've been putting it in there myself. I mean, generally, it's the same 10 or 12 yeah. handguns that I get a question about, but every once in a while, there's one that's thrown in there that I don't know, or so I've just been doing that for myself. So, I mean, I'm basically doing what? Yeah. You know what we're going to set up, and so we're trying to eliminate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think what you guys did with the video, just showing, oh, it works with this one, and it just a bunch of different people, you know, using it. I think doing that even. And the funny thing is, post that video, and then you get a bunch of questions. Well, does it work? Does it work this? Does it work on this? Does it work on this? You're like, uh, you missed the point. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, yeah. I even said in the caption, I'm like, if we did this for every make and model, yeah. it would be hours long video. seconds long at least. I think I kind of took a little dig at people. I'm like, I can barely keep your attention for the 27 seconds. Yeah, I just so don't even read that. Right? No. People, people don't read the caption and post a comment. Well, the product crazy. title is yeah. medium, 4, 9mm, and 40. Like, yeah. it's right. just... It's as simple as that, but again, people, people don't, don't trust that it could no, be that simple. That. Can't think it's that simple. Um, um, <laughs> <the> video. <laughs> but the, and some of these things were kind of right at the beginning when we were coming out of the Black Friday stuff. So some of these are yeah. not as relevant as what we were dealing with at the time. But um, you know, people still. Feel like we're responsible for the amount of time that USPS is taking to get their sh- their uh, shipment there, get and I know. I was like, "This is what I've been telling you. I've been having trouble talking <laughs> the past two weeks." USPS need to get their shipment. Having trouble keeping back <laughs> the real language. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I meant to say. <laughs> it didn't seem like it was the right word. Oh my gosh. Anyways, um, so that's not as much, but I still see that. You know, if it's not there within two, two or three days, you know, even though they chose the slowest shipping. Do people complain about how long we take to? No, no never. Okay, never. So it's never. Yeah, it's never us because we get it out within Pretty twenty-four fast. Sometimes hours. Sometimes there's some orders that feelings do. But other than that, we yeah, I mean, I was stuff, but that's labeled, and that that's way. labeled, and you know, people. I think people really um, are willing to wait the extra time, yeah, because it's going to be something personalized for them. They don't mind, and it, it never has to do with us. Wow, it's always, why was this five minutes from my house, and now it's in the next state? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, you know, and and I. I'm not going to get any better information. So there's things like that. Sometimes it's things that are completely out of our control, but... People think we have people, a personalized line to USPS, yeah, People too. think that we... But, um... And customizing things, you know, I think people... You know, I think maybe because we are a smaller business... Yeah, eventually. Yeah, well, yeah, we don't yeah, have to... But, you know, just wanting you know, a customized toxic titanium tray, or they just, I tray? think he, yeah, no yeah. Joke. people don't realize. Like how much does it cost for us to get a toxic titanium tray? It's like thousands. Thousands. Thousands of dollars. We can do it. What's your budget? But, you know, that's, that's the thing. Dollars. People just, no, and, like it would take like 10 hours. It would be an all-night process. You'd be here all night. Really? They'd probably bring us You'd have to change tools. Titanium is so slow to It's very hard. So it's oh, those are titanium. Okay, okay. The only way yeah, to get so toxic we, is titanium. Our tray is made out of aluminum, not uh, titanium. Uh, okay, and then oh, even a steel the tray. Okay. It would be <laughs> And I feel like this guy would want to buy it. <laughs> he didn't have the money. We know he didn't have the money. He's like, oh. <laughs> Did you give him a quote? I, I, well, when? Ballpark? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I think a, a lot of times, you know, questions that just come through now when we're kind of not in that crazy busy season are just people that 
to them it's easier to ask us the question or to ask us to solve the problem when it comes to like shipping or something like that than them to do it themselves which I think is kind of where where customer service comes in we have to like gracefully say you know this this is something out of our control or this is something that's not realistic you know when it comes to like a customized product type thing it's not realistic for us to be able to do uh, something like that in a way that's affordable what was app's mission statement you remember or ABT's it was uh, Uh, basically basically customers yeah Yeah. basically customers always right and they're reasonable questions with any reasonable requests yeah Yeah. which I think is really and that's what we do like if it's a reasonable request we'll handle it if it's a yes to any reasonable request that was it yeah yeah and I, I think that's I think that is what I'm learning that you guys try to do, and then I'm trying to learn how to make those judgments of. And sometimes it is I don't know what the manufacturing process would be. So when I come and ask, if you're like, uh, no, <laughs> then I have to go back and I try to gracefully come up with an explanation um, of why no. the answer is um no. And graceful you are. I'll tell you, since you've taken over customer service, it's gotten way more graceful. I'll tell you that right now. So one thing I thought you guys would find interesting, and Dusty's going to kind of lead us through, is um, what happens uh, to like our margins as as we go through this process. As we go through this process, and especially as mistakes happen, do you want to write in here? I don't want to write. Like, if, if our sky would like to write, I mean, I can write if you want me. To All right. So um, this kind of breaks down what what I have here for you is. Um, Wow. <laughs> like the breakdown of our product during its like like different ways that it leaves our shop. And what I mean by that is like if it leaves our shop normally, right, how much does it cost? If it leaves our shop because we've uh, forgotten the product and we have to reship like an order to them, or if because we shipped them the wrong thing or we shipped them a defective product, one that's you know, the bracket's too tight or the clip's not right or the magnet's not right. So... I've kind of broken down the price that it cost us when we ship them to, like, what does it cost to ship them to the door? So, a normal product, when it leaves our shop, costs us $8 out the door to get that to the customer if they go with the normal shipping. And what I'm talking about here is the Neomag, the regular medium Neomag, our, our OG product, right? So, different products are going to cost a little bit different, but this gives you a price Is breakdown. Is incorporating shipping and, like, the materials? That's the material cost. Okay, that's, gotcha. that's Corey's time, okay. Brayden's time, gotcha. Nate's time. For one product to leave the door. Okay? So, to give you an idea, the Neomag right now retails it. The MSRP is $35, right? So, you can see how much margin we have there. Which map? that map does that mean? I think it's retail. It feels 45, 40. isn't it? No, for regular name, I think it's 40. 35 dollars. Did we drop it? Yep, we dropped it two years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, MSRP. It's 34.99. So, our profit's 27 dollars. Under normal, and that that that's not necessarily profit because we still have operational costs. Like we pay all of us out of that. This would be the. This would be our margin. Gross profit. Yeah. Not net profit. Right. Right. So, um, with that, 
you know, we have room for the company to grow with that. That's why we have all that margin in our profits, is it gives us room to make new products and not have to finance it. It gives us room for everyone to get raises occasionally. It gives us room for... 39, 39, not 34. 39. 39, I was wrong. Oh, maybe it was, was it 45? 45, 45, yeah, 45 is for your black clip. That might you add black yeah. clip, so this is 31. 45. Huh. I was going to say, I was like, 35 does not sound right. You know what? <laughs> Well, um, so so it gives you an idea. Like that's company, the room for our company to grow, right? Um, when we make a mistake and we only ship part of the order, we don't ship the rest of the orders. Like let's say they ordered two Neomags, right? We we only ship them one. We have to ship that second Neomag. Costs us fourteen dollars fifty cents to ship out the door. Okay, um, because we're paying for shipping twice for that order. If that makes any sense, okay? And that's if they ordered something with normal shipping. If they've paid extra for shipping, now it's cost is different. Or if we've given them free shipping and now we have to reship it again. So that gives you some idea of where that, that cost goes during that price, right? And then if we forget, like let's say we ship them the wrong item or we've shipped them an, a defective item, okay? That cost goes up to $22.50. And I'm going to break down kind of, <clears throat> this one here was amazing to me, so I want to break down kind of how that money comes into play here. How okay. much did you say it costs? $22.50. Okay. So um, I, I took into account what everyone makes. So the majority of it is customer service time, right? When Libby gets an email, it takes her time to respond in a polite manner, to get photos back of the customer, see what they actually got. Um, it takes our time to create the new order, and then it takes us time um, to get that order out. So then Kim's time comes into play because she has to reship the order. Um, then there's a whole nother product that we have to ship out the door, right? So, like, let's say we shipped them um, a defective uh, medium neomet, right? We have to pay for that product to go out the door again because the first one, the bracket was too tight or whatever. Or it was you know, really crooked and nothing fits, or it wasn't square, whatever the reasoning is. So they're shipping to get it to the customer. Okay. There's replacement cost. There's uh, employee, like our, our time. Okay. And they're shipping to get the old one back to us. And now that second shipping kind of recoups some of that 2250 if the customer gets it back to us. Um, so sometimes we pay for shipping and they just don't give it back to us. And there's not a lot we can do about that. So then you're out the product. You're out the, the product shipping. and the shipping. Yeah. Okay. okay. And the reason why we pay for that shipping is because there's a value in our product cost. Right? So if we get that, that back, we can pull the bracket and replace it and everything and everything's good. So that's where some of the cost kind of breaks down for that. So what is our margin if it's a $39 product and we pay $22.50? It would be... Seventeen dollars, sixteen. Yeah. Wouldn't it be thirty? Sixteen fifty. How much? You said twenty-two fifty. Yeah. And then it's thirty-nine dollars, so it'd be like sixteen fifty. Sixteen fifty, right? Give so now we have so much less room for the company to grow, um, and it really, really hurts our bottom line when we have to keep doing that. Um, and then I have a couple stats for you because um, I like stats. So. Last year, year 2020, okay, we had 320 
one, quality control issues, or, and, and, I, and, and lumped into this, anything that we've had to ship, we ship to the customer, and they've had to ship back to us. So this $22.50 range here, okay? Um, we had 321 QC issues out of 20,353 orders, which equates to 1.6% of our products that leave the doors. So every 100 products we shipped out, or every 200 products we shipped out, three of them were defective in some fashion or form that we've had to ship back. Which, I did some research and apparently that's a decent number. Um, I, I went back and looked into 2019 and it was significantly lower. Um, but we also did a little more research on this and we discovered that half of those were after Black Friday. So what happened during after Black Friday is we were amped, right? We had a lot going out the door, a lot of stuff going through our, our, our shipping and quality control. Um, and so kind of the reason, uh, you know, this year we're right on par. So this year we're at 1.5% so far. Um, so in, in last year, our quality control issues cost us over $7,000 um, in, in, in profits last year alone. And, and kind of the reason for wanting to look at that is as we bring these new products in and we're trying to work with the same team that we have, it's going to put more workload on all of us. And, and as such, our quality control can go down because of that. And we've seen that, physically seen that during Black Friday. We're pumping, you know, Braden bent more clips than I've ever seen him bend in his entire life <laughs> over Black Friday. Um, Corey machined as hard and as fast as he could during Black Friday. Kim shipped stuff as fast as she possibly could during Black Friday. And, and that level of exhaustion causes more mistakes. So as, you know, Nate did that. Nate did that. That Greg level, made so many boxes. <laughs> I threw a lot Greg of boxes. Greg threw a lot of boxes. <laughs> so like, like my point in that is our quality, we know is going to diminish as we start pushing stuff through. So we're creating systems to help with that. And, and, and Greg just told you about the, the scanning thing that I've had no part of doing, but Nate's had a lot, and, and that's going to help us reduce the wrong item shipped out, but it won't help us reduce bad, bra bad brackets or plates or um, any of that stuff. So that's kind of the data that I have set up. For, you know. Yeah, and, and, I, and, and, we, and we were looking at 7,000 number and we actually think it's probably, we think it's, it's, it's quite a bit more than because that because that's well, just yeah. started so when I started marketing like stuff for customer service yeah. so it could very well be 14,000 um, higher than that so that's just the number that I cost ran with that and it, I mean like do you have uh, like credit card pro like the card processor fees and all that yeah, stuff like so, those other yeah the, the fees that go into that there's, there's a 3% credit card processing fee there is um you know, we allocate three dollars for marketing was how much we're willing to spend to get a sale, um, and then I had broken down a lot of other stuff like how much, it, how much of our in, in a single month, how much of our payroll comes out, and how much of all of that stuff comes out, and it kind of breaks down to once everything's said and done, half the cost of the Neomag at our current sales volume rate kind of goes into. Um, you know, paying for our operational costs and stuff like that. If we were to look at marketing costs, like on Facebook, average average cost is like four dollars per. Yeah. Per, well, it depends on the ad. Anywhere yeah. from four dollars per sale to like eight dollars per sale. Um, 
and this is also kind of best case scenario. But if we look at dealer, by the time we give up, you know, half this margin, yeah. you know, so the, the dealer, dealer I mean, people mistakes. would be shocked how much markup it takes yeah. on a product. So to, in the end, make money to run a company. I, afterwards, I think, which I'm not going to put all this on the podcast. I'm yeah. not sharing this stuff, but like. Uh, people would, would would think we're nuts to charge forty dollars for a you know for something that costs us eight dollars to do, but it doesn't cost yeah. us eight dollars. If we if we, no. if we really yeah. showed what a product costs after after everything, I also think people would be so. Be just shocked. for everyone's information here, a dealer order, a small dealer order, we lose thirty three percent right off the top just because we give that to them to make on behalf of selling for us. So small dealer might order 25 units. We lost 33% of the profit off of all those units. So um, a large dealer, we lose 44% of those profits right off the bat. So now, uh, if we send them the wrong thing, it, it might not cost us 22.50 exactly, but it's close to that, right? So if we send them the wrong thing, what's half of you know $40 is 20 bucks. All of a sudden, it's costing us money to do business with this dealer because we sent them the wrong product or uh, our products, you know, have some issue with them. Like, and, and so, yeah. So if you take that margin, you cut forty-four percent off of it. We're at this twenty-three dollars mark. Now we have to take operational cost out of that. And if we, you know, operational cost can be half of what our our product is. So gives you an idea of how slim our margins can get when you have dealers involved. And the. Kind and of there's quality issues within dealer orders. Oh, that's yeah. that's brutal. Yeah. Um, or we've had issues in the past where we've I've done something wrong specifically. I've marked the wrong product. I told Nate send smalls, and they need a small extended. That really kicks our butt because we have to ship it there, ship it back. Um, the customers frustrated because it's late; they can't sell it. Um, you know, so quality control is in every single aspect. I know the hardest part for me, like when I was machining, is so there's 60 plates on a on a pallet. If I would screw up um, half the pallet, you know, like it, or it's it's a borderline. Like you're looking at it and you're, you're measuring, you're like it's just out of spec. It should work. I hate to throw away 30 plates or 60 plates. Yeah, the plate cost is what? That, that that it might work. They're boy, just figure like 50, 50 some cents. cents yeah. a, a, a plate, like you hate to like throw out all that. Twenty but, bucks out the door. But if you look at each one of those plates, it's actually twenty two dollars. Yeah. Cost instead of the fifty cents that it would have, that would have, you know, it would have saved us twenty two dollars if you if we would have just thrown that plate away or or that clip away or something like that. Yep. Um, it hurts. It, it, it hurts just to throw materials away. Yeah, throw stuff away that you, you know, especially that you worked on and that and that we had cost of tooling <laughs> or we had, you know, you know, we had hand time in bending something. Like it, it hurts to throw that stuff away. But when we look at if we would actually if we would actually QC um, and and cut that stuff out, it, it would save us thousands. That's interesting to look at. That that gives you a new perspective on yeah. like it's like opportunity yeah. cost is what, yeah. it, what it really amounts to. But it's yeah, it's the op- opportunity profit because throwing away fifty cents gains you twenty dollars so in future sales. Here's what we need to do: we need to make checks and balances in the machine shop at the source. Because if we can save, if we can catch it, 50 cents, whatever, it's not a big deal. That's going to save us 20 bucks down the road. Well, I, I think we need to have a secondary. I, I will say this, Corey. The machine shop has been 
basically a non-issue since you got yeah. there. You yeah. don't yeah. Have to <laughs> <laughs> Truly, like, it, you are the checks and balances. No, no. And, I mean, I just want you to understand that, like, from a perspective of quality, we haven't had plate issues since we stopped machining them. Like, because um, you catch them at the door, I watch you. Like, oh, well, that one's not good. And toss it. Like, you, you've already put into place processes to catch issues. Um, I mean, Bray can speak to it too. He's yeah, building definitely. thousands. Um, there's just the machine shop side of things is not an issue as much anymore. But to your point, like not to say that we shouldn't. Most catch businesses those. have a QC department. Yeah, like you have yeah. a machinist and then you have a QC department. Right. It's um, good to have two eyes on the same part. Agreed. No, you know, no, you can't be miking every single part that comes out, or you'll never get machining done. Right. So, um, I agree with you. I think we do need some, you know, some process in place to QC stuff even before it gets. Nitrate. To assembly, or, 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 or yeah, even it, when I tried, and then I think when things are assembled, it's so easy when you when, when you're the one building to be like, oh, I know this is good, I just built it. But when you have somebody like a, a new set of eyes look at it and check the clip and check straightness all stuff like that, you'll find one in fifty or something. Yeah. You know, it might not be much, but I think you know having another set of eyes. I think we, we those are the processes that we need in place. That it does take more time and that costs money. But I think we'll find at the end of the year, we'll find that it's saving us. Yeah, five cents apart is, is worth it long term. Yeah. Well, and when, just another thing, like, I know when you look at these numbers, it's one in 50 or it's 1%, but to that one one real person. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's 100%. the one. It's the one. It's yeah, it's a hundred percent to them because it may be the first product they've ever received from us. Mm-hmm. Yep. They may be a new customer, so to them, the one product they ever ordered from us, if it wasn't right. Now, hopefully, if they're a reasonable person, they'll realize we're not perfect and they'll contact us and we'll have a back and forth. And most people are pretty kind and understanding. Um, but you do have those people that aren't always out the gate as understanding. Yeah. And, I mean, you still want to yeah. we'll still fix take it. care of them. We'll and because it. the whole word of mouth thing, too, you know, the, the squeaky wheel sometimes is the one that... So, just with I that mean, in we, mind... We've had customers in the past that are unreasonable and we'll, eventually the, the conversation is like, we cannot make you happy and we apologize and we'll move on. But... We'll do our best, if you're reasonable, to fix it for as many tries as we, you give us to fix it. And it's not just a $30 product. No. They're like, people, like, it's a $30 product, so what, it wasn't that, like, perfect. But, like, $30 to, like, Greg, it's different than $30 to me, it's different than $30 to Kim. And a lot of people finance the gun that they're carrying. To put that in perspective, if they're a $500 gun, they're financing it. And they're still paying on it. I've had people who talked about, like, they've bought a Neomag while they have a gun financed. And I'm not going to get into, you know, money management, but my point is, if they they can't afford a $500 gun, a $40 purchase is a lot to them. And they've taken the confidence mm-hmm. in our marketing and the confidence in us as people to spend, um, what is it, uh, 10% of what they financed mm-hmm. on a product... That's going to go along with that, and they probably and then it comes and it shows up. Not bought something else that not working. Maybe they should have. <laughs> and then we can get into the whole um, perceived value is a whole other yeah. correlated meeting we could have. But in order for any of us to buy something, 
the value of what we're buying is greater than what the cost of it is. That's that's mm-hmm. why we buy it. It's because yep. there's value in this product. This you know, this coffee to me was worth more. I wanted it more than what the money was. And so, when you look at perceived value and the value that that they have in it is even greater than what the money that they put into it. There's emotion tied to that, and I'm disappointed in this thing that they had. So there's like there's so much more to go with this than what than what we uh, think about a lot of times, and, it, and it, they're all awesome things for us to keep in mind. And this is kind of where where I kind of want to wrap up is that when we look at when we look at each each one of our each one of our jobs, um, a lot of us had our initials in a lot of different things, but there's really two two spots where we had all of our initials and that's quality and service and as we've learned this quality really to me is the number one thing um putting everything we have into doing what we do the best we can and there's actually another scripture i want to share with you colossians three twenty three. it says whatever you do work at it with all your heart as working for the lord not for human masters and it, at the end of the day you guys don't work for me you guys don't even work for our customers. You work for something even greater than this, and that's where I want us to go. How to keep our minds when we come to work every day. All right, so that's where we're going to wrap up today. Hope you guys really enjoyed getting to listen in on our first quarterly team meeting here at Neomag of the year. Hope you guys enjoyed just kind of hearing a little bit about our vision here and what we believe in and, and everything that, that goes into into our business if you enjoyed this we'd love to hear from you drop us a review send us an email at fortdinajourney at gmail.com hit us up on social media we're on instagram and facebook as well so from greg at neomag here hope you guys enjoyed this and have a great day